up, everybody? Welcome back to the Zoo Social Club podcast. I'm Kevin. And yes, yes, you hear it right. I still have a terrible, terrible cold, but I promise on this episode, I'm not going to be hacking and coughing as much. I didn't say I wouldn't. I said I wouldn't do it as much. Today's been actually a pretty good day because it's kind of a surreal day because I'm doing something I didn't think I was going to be able to do. I'm actually doing a podcast live from a coffee shop. And if you follow me on Instagram, your friends, your family, you know that I love my coffee and I take it serious. And so today has been kind of a surreal day. All day long, I'm like, I get to go record inside of a coffee shop. But I'm not just in any coffee shop. It's not like I'm sitting at your local Starbucks, right? Where you can, the coffee tastes like burnt trees. <laughs> I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually at a play. I'm glad that joke went over well. I'm actually, uh, <laughs> I'm actually at a coffee place I've been following for a while. And it's actually in my top, top list of coffee places. So when people ask, friends and family ask, hey, where do we go to get good coffee? This place is always on the list. And so it's a, it's a huge honor to be here chatting. And without further ado, I'll go ahead and introduce and I'll tell you guys where we are. But hope you guys enjoy it. Thanks again for crushing the subscribe and all the likes. Um, it's really, it's a huge, uh, it helps out hugely. So without further ado, I'm getting to do this inside of Allegiance Jackson Park Coffee Shop in Concord, North Carolina, and the two people that are sitting across from me, ladies and gentlemen, Anya and Joshua. Hi. What's up? <laughs> hey, what's going on, guys? <laughs> well, thank you. We've been chatting a little bit before we recorded. And so, again, thank you so much for taking time out of your Thursday to hang out with me inside of your coffee shop. It means a lot. I definitely appreciate it. It's cool because it's been, if you don't follow Allegiance, Jackson Park, you, you you don't know all the cool stuff they're doing in the community. And I wanted to sit down and kind of ask someone, what the hell made you want <laughs> to buy a coffee place, right? And so um, I wanted to spot like that. You guys do incredible things in the community. You guys have an incredible, incredible um, mission statement from what, I've, from what I've seen. So I want to sit down with you, dive into that if you guys are cool with it. For sure. Cool. We got, a, and, uh, we got enough coffee. I think, Josh, you said you had like, what, three cups already? Uh, yeah, I'm on my third official latte of the day. And nice. Got to get each, those each with four shots of espresso. You got to get board. those. You got to get those numbers up, man, for sure. I know, I know, right? <laughs> I need to make at least six or seven <clears throat> cups. So. so here's my first question: Since we're in a coffee shop, how do you take your coffee? Mm. So it depends on the time of year. So, like beginning of the year, right now, I'm trying to be, you know, super healthy. So I tend to not. Uh, indulge in all the awesomeness that, that we normally make. Um, so typically I actually do like a drip with one shot in it. Okay. Um, and then I'll add like some stevia or whatever I'm feeling. But then I always, this is a big deal, Kevin, <laughs> after buying a coffee shop, you never again put cold half and half into your drip coffee. It's literally like sacrilege. Because okay. basically you are just screwing up the whole consistency. It taints it terribly. So I always steam, even at home now, whenever I have a drip coffee. I, and you would think that as a coffee shop owner that we own an espresso machine. We do not. We at home. We, no. I don't, okay. What don't. do you guys? What do you guys do at home? You're gonna laugh severely. We have like a little one cup, like not one, even the nice hitter. ones. We have like a janky one. I didn't listen. We got a lot of kids, <laughs> man. I'm not gonna pay for a whole machine. We got. A machine up here so i mean we're here point. six days I mean, a week so that's a good point yeah i mean that's how it goes but yeah so this time of year i'm taking drip one shot and then about uh, you know good good bit of steamed half and half in it and then and then by midday i, I like a nice cold brew yeah yeah with some uh cold foam on top that's pretty classy though thank you try to keep it classy i like that what about you josh I like mine uh, pretty much anything with caffeine that's going to kill a horse. Um, so, yeah, I'm not saying I'm killing horses, but with enough caffeine to drop a grown horse would be great. Uh, yeah, so I pretty much do that. I like that. Yeah. I think my go-to drink here, which I've tried your seasonal stuff, like okay. those of you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My go-to drink, the first drink we ever got, uh, and then I, I said something to the barista that when we came back in and, and of course you probably thought I was like a crazy person, but um, probably whatever. So. Uh, it's always the allegiance latte with extra allegiance. Yeah. And I think I said something like it tastes like the nectar of God. And she kind of looked at me kind of silly, wow. but that's what I felt. <laughs> that's a huge compliment right there. That's a, that's drink is on point. That's what I'm drinking right now. Drinking it hot, but we learned about the extra allegiance. Oh yeah. Little, that was a little, little, little secret. They little told extra. us when we came in one time 
But all the seasonal drinks are always been great. But that right now, that's my go-to when we come here. For sure. At home, uh, we do have a – so I get corrected all the time by the wife. So I tell <laughs> people that we have an espresso machine. Okay. But it's actually a Nespresso machine. Yes. Right. Whatever. I. Yes. It's easier to say espresso than whatever. So anyway, at home, it's typically um, – I'm not mainly enough. Like, don't let the beard fool you. Okay. I don't drink my coffee black. I'm not that mainly. And so at home, it's typically uh, milk and, you know, milk and then whatever creamer of choice. Right, right. And then the, obviously, the espresso coming out. Okay. Um, that's usually, like, my go-to at home. Every now and then, maybe I maybe add some honey in there. Um, yeah. the, the wife will usually do oat milk and honey or yes. something like that. Oh, um, but everyone always asks that. They're like, oh, you probably, you got a beard. You're like a man. You probably drink coffee black. No, no, I like it. Mm. My taste has changed over the probably the last. We used to joke that when we've like I don't know the last year or so, our tastes have changed. Where it used to be, we wanted sweet. Now we're backing away from the sweetness, and we just want yeah. that smooth coffee taste for sure. Yeah, and that's kind of what yeah, yeah, yeah. this drink does. You got a little hint of sweetness, but you get that smooth coffee. I think it has a nuttier flavor too. Yeah. Like it has like it's not all sweet anyway that's if you had to choose um one drink right now on the seasonal menu which one is it on this one yeah <clears throat> well i'm gonna whoever's listening get ready because we do have the greatest 11 listeners okay this is fantastic so you 11 <clears throat> this saturday for the next week we are featuring a drink i actually made it for josh today it is the cookies and cream <clears throat> it's cookies and cream cold brew and it's got nice sweet cold foam on top, and it legit, no joke, tastes like an Oreo. That is fantastic. It's it le- it's like an Oreo. It, I will have cold to, coffee, and he drank it. I don't it. touch cold coffee. I despise cold coffee. It is the it's a bane of coffee existence. Even though it's got the most amount of caffeine, I still won't drink it. She begged me to try this one. I felt it's like I point. was a five year old kid with a <laughs> cup of milk and a box of Oreos, and uh, it was damn good. And Every person I let try it at work said... Uh, you let multiple people drink it? Oh, I man. poured it into little <laughs> cups. Don't, don't do that. I'm gross, right. but I'm not that gross. All right. um, but yeah, so uh, I had 10 people at work. They all tried a piece of it, and they're all like, yeah, that's definitely... That's awesome. Yeah. So they're... Is that, the one, is that the one where you guys were making fun of me and saying that I was basically... Breaking all the... Yeah, milk. desecrating milk. For sure, yeah. Desecrating yes. the yeah. milk. Before, we went, before we went live, um, we were kind of chatting and... We were joking about the Oreo episode that we did last, what was it, two days ago? I can't keep all this in track. And I thought you guys were going to agree with me that after you eat, eat Oreos, <laughs> you dunk that, you dump that milk. And no, uh, basically, I'm lucky I'm still standing here. Yeah, pretty pretty much. Uh, that's <laughs> Oreo. Uh, what did I say? Oreo, Oreo? desecration. Uh, yes. I mean, it's Oreo just desecration. crime. It's but I'm, just I would, crime I'll be excited Oreos. to try that. Yeah, it's. I don't do a lot of super sweet stuff. It's legit. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you, are you still, have, are you still doing the shamrock? Yeah. Perfect. The that one's like, yeah, yeah. 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 The shamrock wrap. Yeah. I go through phases where I crave, I crave that. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Well, we have it all the time. So. Just oh, a little, little, little side note. Little, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> now y'all be knowing. Now y'all be knowing over here. A little tip, a little tip for you, Eleven. <laughs> if it's on the seasonal menu, you can get it year round. Yeah, basically. But it's seasonally. Yeah. We just present three times a year. I'm go- now I know. Now I know. Yep. That's awesome. So I figured, guys, um, we've been obviously been following you on Instagram for a while. We've had chats like through DMs and stuff yeah, like that, yeah. but we really haven't like met. So I wanted to know like your story, your background. You don't have to go into like, you know, when you were eight years old, this happened. But like, <laughs> sure. give me an idea. And like I said earlier, pretend that the people listening have no idea who you are. So what is your story? What's your background? Yeah. So... I'll go first because that's how our marriage works. Is I normally go first. <laughs> that's not how marriage works. It's how chivalry works. Women there you go. first. Um, yeah. So I actually grew up in North Carolina, right up the street, um, High Point. Um, yep. And I uh, went to school in my undergrad. I have a background in special education. So I was uh, worked in special education field for about 11 years. Um, spent half of it teaching high school age um, young adults with autism. Um, more on the severe spectrum of that side. And then um, I the last six years, um, I actually worked in our district office here in Cabarrus County um, doing behavior support um, and then also working a lot with um, job skills and teaching kids um, all about that stuff. 
Uh, right before I left, I started working a lot with businesses um, in the area because um, we get kids from the schools out into those businesses to get real life experiences. And that's when I actually came into the coffee shop for the first time was to see if they would be interested in taking on one of those interns. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's what I was doing. And that kind of led into yeah. the next part of that. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Isn't High Point like the furniture capital oh North yes Carolina. it is yeah. Yeah. there's a giant of... set of drawers that's the coolest thing about high point i've never it's seen that i've only been to high point like two or three times oh my gosh it, it's the giant set of drawers and you have to take a picture and then you move on with your life but yeah is that the motto high point university is really big now too when i was I've seen yeah yeah when i was younger it was like this dinky school and now it's like primo it's incredible so that's awesome i'll have yeah. to check out the drawer and if yes, you're in check high out point the drawers. check out the high drawers, point check people. out the drawers they have wooden socks that hang out of them argyle socks okay that's taking it to another level just saying that's keeping really it classy up in the HP. They, they really are. Yeah. <laughs> classy. <laughs> what about you, Josh? All right. So I, I was born and raised in Oklahoma. I uh, joined the military right out of high school. Uh, I spent nine years in. I met my wife on the beach after <laughs> a hurricane. Uh, she turned me around. It came changed. in like a hurricane. No, we're not poor no. Miley. No. That was but it was right after uh, Katrina had come through and decimated a lot of crap. So it was kind of a nice change of event yeah. meeting her on the beach. She thought I was a creep, by the way. Just so you know, we've been together for 12 years now, coming up on 12. Yeah. So I wasn't that creepy, I guess. But. Creepy. Uh, not creepy enough, but creepy enough to keep around, I guess. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Worth, worth putting on the shelf. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. But uh, yeah, after that, we got married and moved on and came out here to charlotte i was going to try and go to school no school guy didn't work out um yeah so here we are now i'm a mechanic mm-hmm. so if you need work hi <laughs> <laughs> but uh no i i'm that's cool yeah i support my wife and all her awesome ventures that she chooses to do so i always envy see you're like, you're like a real man's man oh yeah you know like i envy <laughs> i envy that because i know nothing about cars I do nothing about how to fix. I'm look. I'm barely fixing myself. Okay, like <laughs> so. I always envy when there's like somebody can do the mechanic thing. What do you work on? Uh, anything. Okay, so yeah, I say I envy that because everyone knows the story and it's embarrassing, but I think sometimes it's kind of it's kind of cool to boast, right? And your weakness, but like since I'm in the general public all the time, you'll be amazed how many people will see me come out of a gas station or whatever, and they'll say, "Hey, excuse me, sir, so they're on my car." <laughs> okay. Is it because you have a beard? Is that like I guess a beard like, okay. and a guy and tattoos. Maybe I know. <laughs> I know like five things. So if you come over, like you're my neighbor, and you knock on the door and say, "Hey, excuse me, we haven't met, but my car is not starting," I'm going to ask you a, a series of questions because this is all I know. So, does it have gas in it? Right. That's the first one. The second question I'm going to ask is, um, when you put the key in and it turns over, does the radio come on? Sure. Because that could be a dead battery. Mm-hmm. Um, does it have oil in it? I heard that's like a thing. Um, <laughs> it's kind of important. It's most, kind of like kind of most important actually, above gasoline. So, um, does it have windshield washer fluid? Because sometimes a little little light comes on. <laughs> Commonly associated with blinker fluid. Don't get that mixed up with muffler bearings. Either. And uh, last but not least, uh, do you have air and proper air in the tires? Because sometimes a little sensor. Yes. Can the PSI weird. light. That there it is. That's all I got yeah. for you. So. That's it, man. That's all I got. So I envy, I envy that that you know things about cars. I know how to put gas in it, and then I do the oil change when it prompts me. Hey, go get the oil changed. Not gonna lie, it's a definite draw for the, for the ladies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always. So I kept j- him around. I always joke that like if, I mean, you know, whatever. But I always joke that if I wasn't married, which I'm obviously glad I am, but if I wasn't, it would be really awkward when that girl would call yeah. and she's like, "Oh my god, what my car's not starting." And I'm like, oh, I mean, you better call someone. You, know, you better come in. <laughs> you got AAA. I mean, you got 411, right? You got somebody you can find call. a mechanic. Well, I thought that's I thought, all I know is if the battery doesn't come on with the radio, the battery did. Or if the radio won't come on, the battery does. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I envy that. That's pretty cool. Yep. So you have your background, your background, right? You're here, you're married. Right. So what was the, what was the motivation to be like, hey, we got our we got our lives going on, kind of going pretty cool. Let's completely eject from what we have going on <laughs> and let's let's open a coffee shop yeah so i i think kind of like i i mentioned before um i had come in and i was talking to the um, original owners of allegiance this location and um 
I loved when we came in kind of the overall, I guess you could say, as the young people say, vibe. I'm, I don't, I'm not up on my lingo. That's I the like one that. I know. But apparently it's on the way out. It's like fire now. I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> the, the kids that work here keep me young. So uh, fired. But um, the overall just atmosphere was very positive. And I'm going to be straight up and say education right now is super hard. Like it's just uh-huh. – is where I was working, at least in public school, it's it's rough right now. The teachers are dealing with a lot. There's a lot of stressors. And with, like, the kids that we had, I was just coming home, and I was really, really burnt out, um, too. And I was just kind of getting to a point of where am I going with this? Um, and so when I came in, honestly, there was just kind of, like, this light that came from this place that really drew me in. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we're, we're faith people. So it, it was kind of like just this Jesus light, you know, that kind of drew us in. And I got in the car and I was like, man, this place is amazing. And it has great coffee. The ice. Well, I was, I was a chai person at that time. So okay. I love the chai. Okay. So, and so every week I'd come get a chai and just check in and, you know, they had, a, they had a student here that was coming from one of the schools that I was working at. So, um, and they had posted on Instagram, Hey, we're looking at expanding at franchising out our brand. So, you know, let us know if you're interested in a partnership. So I looked at Josh and I was like, you think, and what was weird was it was the only comment I could see on Instagram on that post. Like they had like 80 comments and that was the one post that I could like the one comment. Yeah. I was like, that's just a sign to me. Right. So we came in, we met, we started talking and every time, you know, I was kind of like, this is, this is crazy, but honestly I'd always wanted to do coffee. And the reason is coffee is really systematic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also very sensory oriented. So from my experience working with individuals that are neurodiverse, um, and that's you, like, <laughs> like we were talking about yeah. neurodiverse is the, the term, um, used to describe individuals that have just different, maybe different varying kinds of disabilities. So, um, for neurodiverse people that, um, you know, it's, having that sensory experience is really important. Uh So, and what's really cool is our, our roasters actually, just as a side note, if you ever go into right outside of Noda, I think, I don't know. I'm not really good with Charlotte. I'm going to be honest. Um, but harvest coffee is our roasters. Okay. So we don't roast our own. We, we outsource to them, but they are phenomenal. They have a new place called backdrop coffee. Okay. Um, it's near the stadium actually, I think is basically, it's like five or six minute drive, but they, um, employ individuals with disabilities. And those are the people doing our roasting. So literally from the wherever your coffee is coming from, coming from as it trickles to us is having that effect. So um, anyway, so we kind of just winged it. I mean, I had this career and I have a undergrad, two masters, and I'm I'm like, I don't I don't know what I'm doing right now. I've yeah. never done any of this. Um, and Josh was like, just do it. It's like, you know, I said, well, what about this? What about this? Just do it. We'll figure it out. And we did. And everything's just kind of fall like it always falls into place like it's a lot of work don't get me wrong i thought it was going to be like oh i'm going to run my business and just drink coffee and no that is not that's not, not the at, case all. at no. all but um it's also kind of cool to be a part of just like the ultimate like american dream right like that's that's of what course, you do yeah. is you work really hard to to make something awesome mm-hmm. um and to have an influence in your environment your community so that's i think that's really cool i love the leap of faith stories <laughs> it's always it's always awesome to hear Someone being like, you know, you hear it all the time. You know, I was working a corporate job. I was kind of tired of it. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm open coffee place. And it works out. And you took that leap. Because I think a lot of times, like, especially, and not to go off on a weird rabbit hole, but like, that's, that's far and few between. I mean, yes, people are taking leaps of faith all the time. But diving into the unknown is extremely scary. Yeah. And so I think it, it's really cool that you took that leap of faith, literally, seeing the seeing that facebook or the instagram whichever it was like that was almost like it was meant to be and the fact that you've been here how many how many years now so over a year and a half now and it's like strong we're doing like that's really cool that's a great leap of faith story yeah um because again not everyone will take that chance then the cool thing about coffee which obviously i mean you know obviously because you own this place is that there's something cool about owning a coffee shop i mean yes there's headaches and insurance and all that stuff but Coffee is one of those things that really kind of bring people together. What's like interesting is, side note, we've been at our new church for over a year now. I got to know my pastor on your patio. Really? Like we started That's going awesome. there. We started going there for a few weeks and he got used to seeing us and was like, hey, I'd love to sit down and chat with you over coffee. 
And I was like, cool, let's go to Allegiance. And we set out front yeah. of the store that's awesome. and just got to know each other. And that's what's really cool about it's not just that's why I made the joke. It's not just coffee. For sure. It is one of those things where yes, it's yes, it is coffee, but it's the fact that you can sit down and like talk, get to know each other, what's going on in your world, what's going on in my world over coffee. Yeah. And that's really the cool thing. Um, so I I'm envious of you. I don't want the payments. I don't want to have to pay <laughs> pay the rent here, but I am envious of you. Um, for sure. Coffee's very universal too, which I also like. I think it speaks everybody's language you know you can go to any country and you're gonna see or have a coffee that's a different flavor or a different flair or you know like everybody understands it and i think that that is really cool too because it can speak to people on like literally a cultural international level yeah very true which i think is really really cool yeah i mean have you guys seen that here like relationships kind of growing inside the stores or people coming in yes without a doubt our regulars are awesome like we literally have people that come every single day like there's a couple that comes in every morning they literally know my kids by name they bought them like christmas gifts like i mean it's crazy (laughs) but it's important to them and i think that in our society right now is that we're all you know after covid like we're also disconnected true you know and and so to have a place where it's almost a hub where people like you can understand you're not just a number here, like come in, feel connected, feel welcome and supported. Um, And at the minimum, you're leaving with a smile, if nothing else, you know, but most of our like the people that come in, I know their names. I know their drinks. They can pull up to the drive through. I already know what they're going to order and it's out the door and ready for them, you know, and that's I think that is is something that makes us unique. Um, I do go to a couple other places, obviously, too, to to take Well, you got to, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, But I do think that that is something that makes us unique. Uh, Any cool stories? Like anything that really stay, I'm going to put you on the spot now, but like any, Ooh. any cool stories of how, like anybody get proposed inside the store? No, we haven't had any proposals. Oh, that would be a really good we idea. Get that going. We do need idea. to get that going. We haven't had any proposals, but we have had baby showers. Yeah, we've had like wedding, a couple baby showers, showers, that kind of stuff, but yeah, a couple of things. Um, no, no proposals. That would be a really good idea. <clears throat> that would be a really good idea. Yeah, Not that any 11 yeah, are, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> the elite 11. Yeah, let the barista know. We'll drop the uh, the ring inside oh, sure. the latte and then hope she doesn't choke that on it. That would be Perfect. pretty sweet. That would be sweet. Literally, if it was a sweet drink. Yeah. It would be sweet. That would be. We you do a lot of. You could also put it in the pastry, too. Right oh, you could. You guys have great pastries, though. Oh. Yeah, we do. That would be, yeah. that would be a really bite. Good. That would be interesting. See? You can invite See? Into it. Just throwing out is that, guys. We do, I like. Um, the guy that does our roasting, he's really cool, and he he coined the phrase, and he's told me before it's counterculture. So we're changing yeah. a culture through like over a counter, and I think that we're like, you know, baristas almost in this kind of atmosphere because mm-hmm. you can go to a bunch of like we were talking about different locations um, of other coffee places earlier, but you can go anywhere and and um you know across that counter that you almost like what do I got the bartender on the other side of the day, right? Like talk to me, tell me about your life. Where are you going? What you doing today? Like, how are your kids? How was your weekend? You know, Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Well, the reason what's cool is the reason that your coffee place, your, your allegiance checks the boxes, right? In a good way. Because one, you make great coffee. That's good Mm -hmm. to know. Number two, veteran owned. And that's pretty awesome. And then (laughs) also woman operated. And that's pretty badass. I agree. I mean, I own fifty one percent. Let me just put that out uh, there. And I was not. <laughs> and I was. <laughs> Josh, I was, let me just tell you though, Josh is a real man's man because he's the one that backs everything up. So everybody sees me and they're like, "Oh, oh you're doing all these great things," yeah, yeah. but like he's the guy behind the scenes that's making sure everything runs so that I can do what we do. No, he's a man. He's. I mean, he's he's got the. Uh, I'm gonna. He's got the don't tread on me hat. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> When he walked in, because we're we're doing this in the the back room, which is incredible, by the way. And um, when he walked in, I saw the hat. I was like, "Yep, he's a guy. He's he's my people. He's a guy yeah. that I can definitely." Uh, he actually did the ceiling in the room. Not gonna lie, he looks good. Yeah. For it, people was, not listening, is that pallet? That is pallet wood. Yeah. It's a yeah. uh, reclaimed pallet wood ceiling. So you just drop it from your joist and you laterally run it across the top. It's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, you just do all of that, by the way. It's no yeah. big deal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you have an eight-month pregnant wife and yeah. four other kids at home, that you just, yeah. just do that. Yeah. So, again, back to I envy that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing, my wife loves, like, woodworking. So that oh, would okay. be. That's cool. She would be speaking your language right now. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, that's cool. Who can I pay to do that? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's cool though. It's great a little back room for meetings or yep. whatever else. Yep. So 
um, it was awesome to have it back here. But now you did a great job in here for sure. Yeah, I like it. What um, I know we were talking before before we came on. Did we like what is like obviously I know the backstory, but like what is the mission statement or like yeah. what are you hoping to? What are you hoping that? this coffee shop does not only for you, but for the community. Yeah. So, I mean, we do have like a franchise mission statement, which is to serve the community, um, to influence our community and to, and to minister to them. Um, and then also to, um, to, you know, produce a good product, you know, because what, what kind of coffee place or restaurant or whatever, you know, wouldn't have that in their mission statement. So, you know, that's our, that's our overall, um, franchise mission statement. Um, for us here, though, it's really to, to make sure that we're making everybody that walks through the door feel like they're someone special, like they're someone unique, um, and that we care about them. Um, and then also to just definitely support our community through um, supporting our veterans, military, uh, veterans, current military, mm-hmm. first responders, if you come in. So the pay it forward board, everybody comments on, I mean, I've seen them other places. I know several other places that have pay it for it. Ours is a little bit different because I think they normally do it by branch of military. Um, yeah, usually you see like Army, Navy. Yes, Marines, yeah. yeah. But I kind of wanted to expand it more because I was like, well, man, I was a teacher and I know they don't make a lot of money. And yeah. sometimes just just a cup of coffee can make you feel like a lady came in today, this morning, before we even opened. She was like, oh, I know you're not open yet. And I was like, no, come on in because I saw she worked down at uh, the Jackson Park Training School. Oh yeah, yeah. That that's like a, that's a that's a tense job, you know. That's a stressful job what they do, and just the fact that I told her, I said, "Hey, you know, like someone's paid it forward for you. We're gonna take it off the board." Like she started crying, you know. Yeah. So like just being able to have that. Hey, if I'm one positive thing in your day, that's our mission here is just to be that positive thing in someone's day. I think the paying it forward thing is incredible because my wife has a, way, a really good way of putting it is that like you can go through any drive through, yeah, and you can pay for the person behind you, right. obviously. And that doesn't seem like a big deal to a lot of people. Oh, it's only you know, it's only five dollars or whatever. But the way my wife puts it, I think, is always really cool. Is that <clears throat> like we don't really know everyone's situation in life, right? We don't know like everyone has a story, everyone struggles, right? And of course, if you look on Instagram and Facebook, we can pretend all day that our lives are great, but everyone's battling something. And so you don't realize how just going through a drive-through. Or giving a free cup of coffee to someone can alter their day because that could be like their one treat. They could have worked all week long. Yeah, exactly. Scrimped and saved. Yep. And then on Friday, they're like, okay, I'm going to spend a little money. Maybe that I don't really have right. to make my day better. And then you just made it like 10 times better. Right. So I think the paying it for thing is what's incredible because you kind of touched on uh, the COVID thing, yeah. you know, kind of making everyone super isolated. Yeah. And I think something so simple as that, it brings us back together and it puts us back to being people and having empathy for others, Mm -hmm. even if it is like, hey, get a free cup of coffee. Yeah, I know it's so, so small, but we have no idea like how that actually helped another person, like whatever they're going through. So I think it's pretty incredible to do that. Yeah. I I mean, I love it. It's one of my favorite things that that we do here. So besides, um, besides that, obviously you guys are super active in the community. If you follow you guys on Instagram or Facebook, you see you're doing. Yeah, I didn't mean to do that. So I don't really know what happened with that. But now I love it. Like, it's one of my favorite things to do now. <laughs> that wasn't the original intention, but it just slowly, like, I don't know. People kept re- reaching out because they, like, needed this or needed that. And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, why why wouldn't I? Well, I mean, and then in the background, I'm like, well, luckily my husband pays the bills, so I don't have to worry about this. <laughs> but, like, I mean, and he always tells me that's his role, right? Like, that's his role in our relationship is to make sure those things happen yeah. and our family's supported so that I can move forward with, with doing things. But yeah, we, um, so we donate like once, honestly, once to twice a month to different organizations. So, um, be it like schools, I'll take in coffee to them, or I've worked with Jackson park too. Um, I've actually worked with a couple schools in Kannapolis. Um, we do, uh, we're actually April 1st, big deal. We're doing a fundraiser for, um, in honor of officer shooping. Um, to uh, raise money for the Concord Police Foundation. So we're going to have Cabarrus, Concord EMT out, um, Concord PD is going to be here, Concord Fire Department and the National Guard and uh, Breakfast with a Hero. Um, And basically 
all the the food and the juice and stuff for the kids is all free. We're asking mm-hmm. if people can donate, but if not, then still come and and spend time with these guys and ladies and tell them, hey, you know, we appreciate what you do for us, um, and just you know get to know them on that kind of level. Um, but yeah, we do a ton too. Like I, we help with uh, Special Olympics, obviously, because that's really close to my heart. <laughs> um, so we we supply coffee for them and their volunteers and. Um, there's a, just, I don't know, there's like a ton of other stuff. We try and donate to like the Cabarrus, um, Sheriff's Department and all of those other pieces too. But all of our events, I don't know. I just started seeing this trend where I'm like, people need a space. Like they just need a space that's relaxing and, yeah. and, and people that it, it's just an open environment that no matter who you are, just come on, you know, we, we want to mm-hmm. be a part of that. So, um, and anytime somebody calls and says, Hey, can we do a community event? Like Tuesday sure. when we had the, the red truck men out. They randomly emailed. They were like, we really need a space. I was like, great, we have it, you know, and, and, you know, my poor manager, she had to get get here extra early. God bless her. Uh, But she did it, you know, and we do it. And that's like the mindset that we have worked with our employees on is that is that mindset. And they've all taken beautifully to it, that it's just, we're ministering to people at the same time. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. With, uh, obviously, summertime is getting close. Yes. Do you guys have any, (laughs) do you guys have any special events or? Any like kind of cool ideas that you're going to be doing for the summer? Like any other pop-ups or yeah, anything so, that you want to talk about? Yeah, we try to do pop-ups um, at least once a month, actually. So if you're interested yeah. in a pop-up, contact us. Um, because it's – so I didn't realize when I first started um, how much small businesses get charged to do pop-ups. Like it's insane sometimes. They'll get charged two, $300 to sell their Honestly, product. I didn't know that. I yeah. thought that it was like a situation where it's like, hey, I sell, like, I sell this. Right. Can I come in front of your – Right, because I'm bringing in business to you, right? So that is not the way that it typically works. So here it is free. We just say, hey, you know, let us know. We want to be that space for you. So, um, and it's grown exponentially, and I have like a waiting list of all these people (laughs) that want to that want to come. But yeah, it's just a place where, again, community. And what I get um, a lot from the people that come to vend with us is that they get to connect with connection with other people and meeting more entrepreneurs and kind of you know getting in there with other small businesses like that too. So I'm also doing um, trainings with, I just got approached by the Concord transportation department. Okay. um, And I'm training their staff on how to work with uh, people that are neurodiverse. So that'll be, I'm super pumped about that. That's awesome. Um, Cause that's, I mean, something else that we've always wanted to do is to be able to tell other businesses, Hey, this is how this works. Like, and this is super easy to do. You know, this is not like, out of the ordinary just like you're doing diversity trainings on this topic you can do it on this topic yeah. too. you know that's cool if you don't mind let's double back all right tell me your passion like why you have such a passion can you tell is that am i getting it slightly I just a really little excited. bit what is the what was the <laughs> like what was the reasoning and and what's your passion uh with working with individuals that are neurodiverse yeah. Did I say that correctly? Yeah. That was the most important yeah. thing. I want yes. to make sure I said that correctly. <laughs> I don't ever Nailed get it, nervous on here at oh. all, but that's my moment. Oh, you okay. Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm impressed. I'll probably screw it up. I wouldn't even <laughs> know that you were nervous. Um, yeah. So, I mean, obviously my background being um, a special educator is is pretty significant with that. Um, but what I saw when I was working with the schools was kind of like, it, I describe it to people as like a valley. So like I'm on one side and I see the educational perspective of things. And then I look on the other side and I'm like, well, it's, it's, it's the business. They're not doing this. They're not doing this. So I was like, I, I can, I can figure this out. So then I jumped to the business side of things mm-hmm. and now I see the business side of things. So now I'm like, something's got to fill that valley. Right. And of course my, my wonderfully loving husband says, well, you can do it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> he says, Support. fill the valley then. Um, no, but uh, I mean, again, just kind of what I've seen is just the lack. And if and I'm also a statistics nerd. You wouldn't know it, but I'm a statistics nerd. Um, and when you look, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> when you look at the stats, like it's just abysmal to me how we, we, we are looking so much. Um, and it's honestly an international issue, but um, looking so much at working on a diversity in so many different areas. And I'm just, I don't know, me personally, I'm not seeing where that's happening a lot for individuals that are neurodiverse. And I mean, people talk about all the time on the news, how, and statistically we're in a mental health crisis. We're in this right. So let, what are we doing? What are we doing about it? Um, and the kids I was working with, they have capable young adults. Sorry. I call them kids cause I was a teacher for a while. So obviously, um, they have capabilities. Like they have just as many capabilities yeah. as anybody else. And it's just capitalizing on that. 
So you just need somebody who's patient enough to look to look past that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's I, I don't know maybe that's where I get it. I also growing up my my family was really involved working with at that time it was called the Ark. Okay. Um, and we did a lot of stuff with that group and they they work with individuals with neuro neurodiversity um and my group has always been like that high school young adult man that that's my jam right there uh, any age regardless that those are my people um which is probably pretty sad but those are- no you would make like a you would be like a an incredible youth pastor is that right okay yeah. well that's good i i did some yeah. of that i did some ministry stuff like that um like mm. retreats and stuff like that in college so maybe that's i don't know those would have just always been my my people's middle school not so much friends but you know no, the high school think, yeah. and, and college yeah, age. even for myself high school high school would be like i would do high school ministry yeah middle school mm. not so much i mean i love them there's just a lot going on there's just there's too much for me yeah. i'm not looking forward to when our kids get to that age it's <laughs> well you can't go anywhere because i need you there for that four daughters one son um no shit you need you we're gonna have some commando girls running around if you're not there, I'm just saying. So, uh, be some ruthless little kids that's cool though i <clears throat> we were in we were in uh, savannah a couple of years ago and we went into um i guess i can say the other coffee company's name yeah sure betty and bose yeah yeah betty and bose yeah <clears throat> betty sure. betty right betty yeah. And Bo. yeah 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 and um that was incredible. Like it was like the coolest thing I'd ever seen. Yeah, sure. I'd never been into one, you know, obviously one before. And we were in Savannah, and we were like, "Oh, we're gonna go in here." And it was so cool. It was around uh, October time, so yeah. um, we were greeted by a really, really cute little. Um, uh, she had to be, I don't know, like nineteen, dressed up like a kitty cat. She was like living oh. her best life. All right, man. And it was so cool. We walked in. Um, this incredible vibe. There's that vibe word again. Vibe. Fire. Fire. <laughs> Fire. Lit. lit. Oh, lit. That's no, it. No, no cap. Lit is old. Lit is, oh, is it? Yeah. I think it is. I still say it, though. We did a whole episode on the side note. <laughs> the verbiage. We did oh. a whole episode on comparing really? 90s and 2000s oh. lingo to today. Oh, and man. 90s and 2000s still way better. I'm going to have to Flat listen down. to that to Flat catch out. up. Flat, yes. <laughs> um, but, but the vibe was really cool. Um, it was just really sweet to see the interaction. Yeah. Um, see how excited they were especially like when, you know, making the drink and you could tell that they loved what they were doing, but yeah. in the same hand, they love that you were enjoying it. It right. was such a cool, cool spot. So I think that's incredible what you're doing here well, with all that. You're welcome. I'm not, not making that up. That's for real. Okay. I didn't get paid to say well, that. Okay. <laughs> no, you didn't get paid. <laughs> I didn't get paid to say that. He did, he did <clears throat> not get paid to say that. No, it wasn't the free coffee. <laughs> <laughs> do that. Um, any, I know we talked about um, back on track now. I know we talked about summer plans, but what is the future for you guys look like what what's what's the next five years look like or where do you hope to be in the next five years well right now i'm actually working on my phd as oh. well um, <laughs> man she doesn't stop guys she's five I mean, kids i mean phd runs a coffee shop and deals with me all in the mix and has white furniture a husband mechanic so you can only imagine what that does i mean imagine how i feel right now i'm definitely feel like dumbest person in this room i got this guy i got i got joshua who can build a house (laughs) and 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 fix anything on a car and then i did not know i'm sitting uh, with a doctor i'm not okay i haven't passed the (laughs) class yet man i'm telling you we're on the edge right now um yeah so i'm i'm doing i'm doing (laughs) i'm doing my phd okay no economically no um yeah, so I'm I'm doing my PhD right now, and we're actually um, I'm working with a couple other groups to also look at. Hopefully, our plan is to to open up like a training program um, okay. that we can then take young adults um, after le- they're leaving high school to continue yeah. on. Because I am huge, huge. Even though okay, I'm getting my PhD, great. So cool. Technical training is huge, and we do it a great disservice in this country because um, we're so hyper focused on the college stuff. And I, I'm not saying it's bad, but like. My husband has always made more money than I do, and he has way more skill level than I do, and he has intense level of technical training. So mm-hmm. I I think we do a great disservice to technical training. So we're wanting to look at, at doing like a technical training kind of program cool. um, that can then trickle into the store um, so that we have like a almost like a training ground type of thing. And then I'm also starting to work with a lot of businesses in the community to, yeah. to kind of teach them our model. And yeah, that's awesome. I agree with you. I do think there's much we put more focus on college, which yeah. is fine. Yeah. And that's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I think what ends up happening is 
I think there's like this false sense of reality for a lot of high school kids. They'll graduate mm-hmm. and then they're told, hey, go to college. Mm-hmm. You're going to accrue, you know, 300,000. Yeah, you know, whatever. You're going to accrue all this money. Right. And then you're going to get out and you're going to make $200,000. And then these kids go to school and then get out and then they're literally they can't find a job in the right. career field that they chose. Right. And there is, like you said, like no one. I mean, we kind of see it from our perspective, like nobody like wants to work. Like yeah. in trade anyway. Like nobody wants to work in trade anymore. You either people want to do something really cool or like they want to be like full time influencer or right. like whatever. Right. Um nobody wants to like you don't hear that anymore. Nobody wants to be a plumber. Right. Um fun fact, we called a plumber the other day and it was ten minutes. Like no joke. Oh, yeah. Ten minutes, it was oh, yeah. seven hundred dollars. Let me just tell you, the man plums too. It's <clears throat> fantastic. Dude, you're like an all you're like an all in one guy. <laughs> it's amazing. My my father growing up was an all in one guy. He he was a kind of a pain in the ass. Um, <laughs> for lack of better terms, but he was an all in one guy. He taught me how to drive when I was eight, so I could drive a semi at the age of eight. And then from there on I, I learned everything else he could do, electrical, plumbing. Roofing, framing, foundation. It, it didn't matter. If he could do something, he was going to teach me how to do it one way or the other. So I can see, I think that's incredible. Like, that's awesome. And you just don't see that with kind of what's coming out of school right yeah. now. My dad told me I was not allowed to because my father is a Marine. <laughs> and uh, he told me I was not allowed to date Marines. Broke that rule. And then also... <laughs> And then also to always to, to make sure that I married a man that could work on a car or do plumbing. And I married a man that did both. So I was pretty got, pumped about I know, right? You kinda got the hook up, right? Saying, I mean you did. Just saying. Jack so, of all trade, master of none. <laughs> I mean let's, I, I think she got the better deal on this end, right? Like she definitely I mean um, he can't grow a beard though, Kevin. It's kind of a sore spot. Well, really see where you lack spot. in facial hair though, you lack you you make up for <laughs> everything else. What what I lack for <laughs> hair on my head in general top uh that's four daughters uh just to keep that in in perspective for the 11 listening if you have more than one daughter you better have a really good hair doctor i'm just saying but those are i mean that's my my kind of like where i i'm i'm kind of heading but i mean obviously too we have again five kids so kind of mix and mingle in there five kids marriage yes coffee shop phd working on it that's yeah. yeah that's i don't even know how you're no wonder you own a coffee shop you need the caffeine it's sure, we do need the, the caffeine that's a valid Actually, point. both of us do <laughs> yep that's uh, yeah <laughs> yeah without caffeine the family doesn't tick <laughs> I, yeah i does caffeine do anything for you anymore at this point i mean it depends so i went on a caffeine i went on a caffeine fast in january i did that whole like it was rough yeah i did that Uh, whole like okay gluten-free dairy-free all of those things and it's overrated i'm just gonna say that i like the dramas i'm just i'm I'm being straight like it's it's very overrated um did i feel a little better probably but do i want to be miserable the rest of my life no so i'm back to caffeine again so yeah because i think it doesn't really do anything to us anymore like we say that it does (laughs) But it's really it doesn't like it's like honestly thing. like yeah I it doesn't even do anything and people always joke because they're like oh you're drinking coffee like in later in the day how are you gonna sleep I'm oh gonna no sleep like a baby it. yep you just do it doesn't yeah it doesn't bother me anymore yeah. we just say that it you know oh I need coffee or sure we'll say coffee gives us life but it doesn't actually affect us like it used to at the point of immunity uh, when you become <laughs> um, when you can yeah. become quite uh, tolerant to the caffeine intake it's the it's a little, little interesting when you have to draw back or make it different or try different things with the coffee. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. It I thought it. Detrimental. I thought it would be fun. You guys, obviously, you're the you're the coffee experts, mm. but I do have some coffee fun facts. Okay, and tell me if you <laughs> okay. knew these already. All right, and then and then if you know some, tell me. Okay, mm. so <clears throat> coffee is the second most traded commodity in the world. I knew that after yes. crude oil. Yes. Oh, awesome. Okay. We're on a roll. We're on a roll. I, I did know that. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Go for you. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm going to win anyways. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not competitive. Um, it's cool. <clears throat> um, Finland is the country that consumes the most coffee per capita I did in know the that. world. Yes, I did know that. Followed by Sweden mm. and Switzerland. Yes, I knew that. The, what, Why are the, the Swiss in there? I, I, I thought <laughs> is, we would be in there, but I guess I, I thought we drank a lot of coffee, but I guess we don't. We I think we drank like, a lot of beer. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I wonder if you did the. I, 
Maybe Germany might be on top. Germany, Russia, Ireland, (laughs) Scotland. Um, This this one was interesting. The first webcam was invented in 1991 by a group of scientists at the University of Cambridge, so they could monitor the level of coffee in their in their office coffee pot without leaving their desks. No, stop! (laughs) I did know that one. I didn't know that. Yep, it was a social study that my mom told me about when she was going through her doctorate program. Yeah, she told me about that one. I did not know that. That's pretty interesting. And you didn't know that, obviously, either. I did not. Okay. So I do, not. I do now, do you, though. How many do you know so far? I have two. Okay. You're on, you're on a two. roll. I have two. Okay. The next one. In 1675, mm. King Charles II of England tried to ban coffee houses. Oh, he did know that. Claiming that they were places where people meant to plot against him. I did actually know that. And my question is, how did that work out for you, Mr. King Charles? That tea in the harbor. America. Yeah, America. America. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hashtag. <laughs> um, you can keep your like brown hot water and we'll drink our delicious coffee. So here. I have one for you when you're done. Go ahead. Okay. Mm. Last two. Okay. Uh, coffee. This You guys know this one, but a lot of people do not know this. Coffee beans are actually the pit of a fruit. Yes. Similar mm-hmm. to a cherry that grows on a coffee plant. A lot of people don't know that. Uh, last but not least. And this is for all the marbles. And if you okay. get this. Okay. Oh. You will get an Allegiance gift card. Oh, perfect. Okay. <laughs> I love that place. Glad you did. The coffee's really good. Coffee I'm glad you did. The world's largest cup of coffee is over eight feet tall Ooh. and holds 32,000 cups of coffee. I, I actually Now, don't ask not. where that was. I, I did I did not actually research where it was from. No. Fun no. fact for you. Do you know where I got these questions from? Wikipedia. No. Even creepier. Reddit? No. <laughs> chat gpt the ai thing everyone's oh, like use it oh yes yes someone told me to use that for my phd program i was like i think that's cheating y'all no, you, i don't think i, I use that we did a whole thing we did an episode a while back yes. on ai and um i was like i'm gonna try it and i i got on my phone and i typed in i was like hey i want to say hey but i was like give me give me coffee fun facts yeah boom yeah there it is. That's pretty cool. I don't know. Creepy. Yeah, I was just introduced to that whole deal the other day. Oh, actually. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mm-hmm. felt really old. Those are all... like good questions, though. Yeah. I don't trust AI. <laughs> it, it It's probably a bad idea that I'm on it because it probably <laughs> already knows everything about me. So that's not good. All right. My fun fact. Fun fact. All right. Fun fact. So uh, I took my kids or some of them to Williamsburg last year, and they just excavated a coffee house. It was the first coffee house in the southeast right so this is like a big deal right like we go in there and i'm pumped so i found out though that coffee wasn't actually that big of a deal and um what was really big deal was cacao so like Mm -hmm. hot chocolate basically and it was basically like mud like it's not good stuff like we think of with hot chocolate but the coolest part this is gonna top it all off the coolest part was that like basically blue collar and white collar all met in this coffee house. So like That's nobody cool. was above the other. It's where people came together to share yep. ideas with each other. And that was the whole concept behind the coffee house was that it didn't matter if you were the king of England or if you were the dude that, you know, worked in a tavern. Yep. You were there, you were on equal playing fields and you shared ideas and concepts with each other. That's my fun fact. That destroyed all of my Boom. fun facts, by the way. <laughs> Like I did not that get destroyed. that from AI. That was actually that's historical. awesome. You get, you can make <laughs> can sure. Can I have I'll, my allegiance gift card? Absolutely. Cool? On the way out, grab awesome. yourself a gift card. Awesome. I will do that. <laughs> Before we wrap this up, is there anything else that you guys want to get off your chest? <clears throat> I don't think so. Just well, you know what? I do want to tell people because, and I know people think that I'm like just constantly marketing for myself, but I'm really not. And my husband can attest to this because he sees our books. <laughs> Every penny. <laughs> Every penny that we're making is going back into hiring individuals with disabilities. Like we do not make a lot of money doing this. And that's honestly by choice because we want to give the opportunity to employ people. We have a group of guys, the Forge Brotherhood. They're a motorcycle um, group. We call them a gang because they're awesome guys. Um, They come every Saturday morning. They're here um, and they do their Bible study here. But like because of people like them, just for an example, um, they consistently come. They spend a certain amount of money. I was able to hire a whole nother person. That's awesome. That has neurodiverse needs because they're here and they make that commitment to us. So like we're literally able to take every penny and we're putting it back in somewhere, which I think is, again, something unique to us that, you know, when you go somewhere else and not, not say don't go check the other places out. But when you go somewhere else, 
you know, you don't, you don't always know what you're supporting, but when you're here, that's what you're supporting. Like that's what you're giving back. When you see we're updating or we're doing that, we are literally doing that because then we get to make more money and we're putting that back into people and community. That's so awesome. So that's off my chest. now. What about you? Uh, Well, I don't have a long enough time frame on a soapbox for me. So (laughs) we're going to, there's always a part two. There, there will be part two probably. Well, I do appreciate it, obviously. We've done, this is like the seventh episode of this, of this podcast, obviously. And so you, I'm not kidding. I was actually excited. I hate that we had to cancel last time and I hate that I'm not a hundred percent for this one, but I have been excited all day to do it because uh, it's awesome what you guys do. And I really hope that, that the 11 greatest listeners we have, we have way more than that, but it sounds better to say 11. Yeah. That people hear, they hear the mission statement, they hear what you guys are doing for the community. All the morals that you guys have are incredible. Um, the fact that it's not about you making a ton of money so that you can buy a yacht or a private plane. Well, we definitely <laughs> don't have a yacht. <laughs> We're lucky if we get a paddle boat at this rate. We're actually renting them from the city park, so that's <laughs> that's, that's the level we're on. <laughs> I think it's I think it's incredible that everything you make goes right back into the community, right back into building the mission statement. So I think that's incredible. So I can't thank you guys enough for doing that. That's awesome. How can people uh, find you guys on social media? Yeah. So Allegiance, um, you can follow both Allegiance Coffee and then Allegiance Jackson Park. So Allegiance Coffee is going to be the franchise business. Um, and then Allegiance Jackson Park is our specific. And we are. So apparently I didn't do the Facebook thing right. I think it's like a page. It's not actually a profile. I don't know. I don't understand all that. They make it confusing why. how they do that. Yeah, though. it's really it's weird. It's not easy. It's, it's a trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a trap. it's irritating. So um, I have a page and it's the Allegiance Jackson Park page. And then if you go on to Instagram, we are Allegiance Jackson Park. And we have that little black mm-hmm. emblem with the white AC, which is Allegiance Coffee. It's also, you know, on a clue lane, but I'm not there, so. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Might have drawn me in a little bit, but it was um, meant to be. It was, yeah, it was meant to be. It there was. You go. What's the uh, operating hours? Yeah, so right now it's seven to six. Um, more towards like summertime, we do expand to seven to seven, but we do six days a week. Sunday we give everybody off, and I need a day to <laughs> recoup. That is true. So. That is true. Yeah. And then one more time, what's the um, the putting on the spot what is the signature drinks for right now okay so right now through march we're running um the lucky latte which is basically like a peppermint mocha um and then we're also we got the lemon cookie frap which if you like the not i'm saying like the lemon uh lemon slush or whatever it is frosted lemonade from chick-fil-a it's right on par with that um then the shamrock frap which is like a basically mint and vanilla together um and then the white chocolate cheesecake but Ooh, I will tell everybody listening. Cheesecake. Yeah, I'm not a big cheesecake fan. He is. <clears throat> uh, yeah, cheesecake junkie. Yeah, he'll kill a cheesecake. Oh, absolutely. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All by himself. It's sad. My man. <laughs> oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Unfortunately, my two oldest like cheesecake, so I, I sometimes share. Cheesecake and Reese's don't don't stand a chance. No, time. no, I'm not gonna share so, with yeah, you. Those, those no. two are. Joey <clears throat> doesn't share. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, guys. Thank you again. I can't thank you enough. But we have a we have a ritual on the show, so the guests have to close us out. Okay. With <laughs> saying that's all, folks. Or you could do that. Okay. You could do that if you wanted to. Okay, that's all, folks. Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> if you're old, you know what that means. That's all. That's, that's all, folks. oh, that's the greatest. Yeah. Anya, <laughs> Joshua, thank you guys so much. Of course. Thanks uh, again for listening to the Zoom Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and crush those downloads. See you guys next time.